five, four, three, two, and we are live. Hello, 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 and welcome to the human experience. I am your host, Himyo, aka True Him, aka Dynamiz Him, aka Outro Is Him, aka it all runs through him. Um, and so thank you for joining us for this week's The Human Experience. For those of you that are new to The Human Experience, let me give you a little background on what it is that we do here. The Human Experience is a forum that has been created so that you, the viewer, can experience the expression of the compassion that resides within myself and the guest that we have on every week. And this compassion is, uh, is expressed through the individual answering seven questions that we present to them. Now, just as a check-in, this, uh, this, this human experience is, is one that has come about at a, a very opportune time in in my life and um and the way that we found this week's guest uh was none other than you know being in rhythm and uh and and the rhythm that i speak of is is one of we have been working diligently behind the scenes to present ascend the throne a virtual experience for black males where we address the social emotional traumas that we experience as a people in this world. And through the planning stages and going behind the scenes and putting this conference together just a week ago, or yeah, about a week ago, we had a King Table Talk, which is a forum that we have put together where, where men of all age ranges from 13 all the way up to 65 come to the table and we dialogue about some of the deep-seated traumas that may be in our lives. And since King Conscious is a mentoring organization for black males specifically, what we do in these King Table Talks is model how to positively express what one has gone through and is currently going through. And we use that as a model of, of positive self-expression for individuals who choose to become mentors and they are able to model that to their mentees and others in their lives of how to positively deal with the feelings and emotions that come up from the, the, the different uh, interactions and, and what's, the right, what's the right word? I don't want to keep saying trauma because I don't want to, I don't want to keep living and experiencing and expressing trauma, right? Because that, that's, that's, that's deep, that's heavy. But we do have feelings and emotions and, and interactions where we feel slighted and where we, we just don't know how to deal with what is quelling up in us. Sometimes we can't particularly name it to be able to address it. But all we know is that we're expressing something and we feel this load that is on us that we feel like he can't shake. And that can come from 
anywhere within our lives, right? Just being in this skin suit that is highly melanated, you know, and what can come from that. And so King Conscious is an organization that helps us deal with how to express what it is that we're feeling because that expression is going to come out somehow. And sometimes it may come into the form of abuse of drugs or, or abuse of women or abuse of whatever your domestic partner may be or just abuse of self. And so unless you deal with that, unless you learn how to deal with that, it is constantly going to continue to be a heavy weight and burden that you carry. So the more that you learn how to be able to positively release and express these emotions and feelings, the more you feel light and lifted. And that is where today's guest comes into play. Because I met this man and this brother, this king, at an event where there was African drumming and dancing and expression. And he was the one that was the uh, 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 instructor and leader and uh, nucleus for what was happening in the environment, right? And I knew from that day that this man had something special that resided within him because it was it was fully witnessed through his expression and movement and through his teaching of, of, of West African dance. And so the individual that I'm speaking of today is King Dante Fayal. He's a West African dance instructor and founder of Denseku, a LA-based African cultural arts initiative and collective. And he will be at Ascend the Throne, giving us that, that much needed expression, giving us a way to introduce the cultural expression that we call rhythm, right? That is expressed when we hit that, when we hear that groove, when we hear that beat, when we hear that beat of the drum, which is the heartbeat of life. This man is the one that leads us in it. So, I would like to welcome to the human experience, Mr. Dante Fial. <laughs> peace, brother. Peace, 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 peace. peace. How yeah. are you? <laughs> I'm doing well. I'm doing well. But you know, when we when we introduce somebody, we like to give them their flowers while they're here. So, with that being said, <laughs> you know, <laughs> much needed, much needed, much needed. Actually, we like Thank to double you, up on that because we got the full. <laughs> word, word. So peace, King. Peace, King. Appreciate that. Welcome, peace. welcome to uh, welcome to the human experience. We appreciate you, you so showing much. up today. Um, we know that it was it was a task, <laughs> you know, to get, yeah, to get you, you know, on today. But that's, but but that's you're here it. now, <laughs> and that's all that matters, you know. So please, Dante, uh, give us a give us a little bit more of a deep dive into to who you are. And, and how you've come to represent what you've what you represent in this world? Well, um, start from the beginning. I was born to uh, parents uh, were in the military in Frankfurt, Germany. Um, raised in Washington D.C. Um, you know, grew up there. Found the culture. 
um, at, at the age of 17, um, started, it was actually, I was working next door, I worked for DC Parks and Recreation and uh, as a lifeguard. And, um, you know, in school we didn't have, you know, I didn't know what a djembe or dundun or break or griot, I didn't know what any of that was. You know, as far as I was concerned, I was in a space of confusion as it pertained to the origins of people that look like me. Just from reading the books in school, it's like, okay, so pretty much we were just waiting at the shore to be put on ships. That's just, you know, that was just my, in, 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 in a way, that was my thinking at, at that age. Like, why were we just sitting there? Like, we didn't run, you know, <laughs> we, we wanted to be slaves. That was just my thinking. Um, we didn't, you know, have anything beyond what's here. You know, no one in the family could tell you anything beyond a couple of years, a couple of decades of history. Um, it was just an absence of to what my what my past was of, of who I really am. So on one of the lunch, uh, we would always hear the drums and we were playing around me and my boys at, at, at work. We were like, oh, man, don't go over there because the place was behind. It was in a compound like with a high brick you know, wall all the way all the way around it. It was a D.C. sponsored space that also dubbed as a uh, child care center during the day. So, of course, it was like a protected center just to keep the kids safe. So we couldn't see over the fence. We could just hear the drums and people yelling and we were like, we don't know what's going on over there. If you go over there, you're going to be able to come back. They doing some, we called it voodoo. We know what was going on. We were just so. You ain't so know what kind of experience so was being invoked over there, huh? You thought it was like, oh, some candy yeah. man ish, huh? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so one of my, my supervisors, she's actually uh, in the West African dance community, um, at, at which, I did, which I later found out. She says, you know, y'all need to take y'all butts over there. She said, it'll change your life. <laughs> So I was walking to 7-Eleven and then the gate was open. So I was like, let me just go peek in, like just out of curiosity. And I seen um, Tulsa Nigalese gentleman uh, on, on the chair sitting on the bench. And then there was a sign on the wall that said Conqueron West African Dance Company. And I'm like, oh, what's Conqueron? What's, what's a dance company? This isn't, this ain't no voodoo. This ain't no, what are we talking about? Like mm. here, this is a dance company. I know dance companies, you know, and I hadn't danced before. But I was familiar just with dance companies, you know, going to see dance performances and, you know, in school and whatnot. So I went over to him and I said, uh, hey, um, this is a dance company. How do you audition? How do you join? And he's mm. like, you know, he looked me at He said, we don't we don't do auditions. You can you can come Tuesday. We'll see what you can do. Mm. You know. And so at the time, I didn't know what I was walking into. Um, Conqueron is. Uh, is one of the you know pioneer dance companies of West African dance in this country. And he's actually one of the pioneers as well um, under uh, Baba Melvin Deal and um, Baba Chuck Davis, mm-hmm. um, who uh, definitely you know, supported uh, my teacher's name is Asan Conte um, and his matriculation in, in here in the States. But you know, Asan is world renowned. Um, he's everybody's Baba here in the mm-hmm. States um, and beyond. But I didn't know who I was meeting until my aunt I told my aunt when I went home, I said, you know, I walked, I went to this dance company and I met a man named Hassan and he said, I can come Tuesday. She was like, what? You're going to go to a Conqueron rehearsal? Oh my God. <laughs> he was so excited. And I'm like, I didn't even know what it was. Mm-hmm. So that Tuesday actually, so they have, um, at the time they had a, a, a senior company, which tours the world, uh, community company, uh, which does like local shows and shows that we have in museums and the kids and teens company. Mm-hmm. So that's still very active today. And um, th- that Tuesday was the senior company rehearsal. Mm. So I literally, 
ever since that Tuesday, I started training with Conqueron, West African Dance Company. And um, not even a year later, my first performance with the company, um, after training intensely, because they had re- several rehearsals a week, and I was in, still in college. I was commuting from Baltimore to D.C. Mm-hmm. Just, to, just for rehearsals, you know. My first performance was at the White House. Oh, wow. You know, we, it was for Malaria Awareness Day um, in Africa. The White House at the time, I think it was uh, Bush in office. They were honoring, um, um, you know, African delegates uh, for Malaria Awareness Day. And I was like, I, this is a building. Now, this is a White House, a building growing up in D.C. My uncles used to take me up there. And just to see this building all your life behind gates, you know what I mean? Behind a fence that you, we were always, we would yell behind, you would yell through the fence as kids to try to wake up the president. You know, <laughs> I, I didn't know what we thought, what we thought we were doing. But the fact that this culture gave me access to something that I've watched behind a fence my entire life, that was the biggest lesson I learned right there. This culture is, it doesn't have any boundaries. You know, this this culture has a is a power that comes with it. That was the first lesson I learned. You have a power if you work with it. And it's not easy. You know, it's not it's a language. You know, most people think that West African dance and drum is like just you just get out there and move and do it's 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 harder than ballet, to be exact. It's actually the the parent, you know, ballet was formed out of West African dance. Mm. You know, the beat, the beat we know comes from the drum. The drums are fashioned. Being even the djembe is fashioned after a womb of a woman, you know the family of dunes. It's a fan. It, it's structured after who we are. Um, um, it's, it's so deep, but it's just to fully make that connection um, over this course of training with Conqueron through the years and traveling with them. Um, I just Asan really poured into me and introduced me to a lot of other amazing West African uh, dance masters that are here who are also pioneers of what we do in this cult, in this world, you know, no less. I don't just want to say in the country, but these are world-renowned master artists who are here within the United States spreading this culture, especially because the folks here need it the most. So, um, you know, from there, so I, I walked into the culture, I'm training with Asan and Conqueron, dancing, learning, touring, and now, I'm, like seven years ago, I, I made the decision to move to Los Angeles, which is actually a place that my teacher lived before I moved here. He's also one of the pioneers of West African dance here, along with um, uh, Mama Naomi, um, Papa Zach, who, are, who run the, um, the Oakland uh, West African dance uh, culture. Uh, their group is called Diamantacora, amazing West African dance company and uh, amazing pillar in the community. Um, in Oakland, in uh, the Bay Area, very instrumental. Um, but they were all here in the in the LA area, dancing and um, performing. Um, and it's just like timely. It's just a it's just a timely situation that seven years ago I'm I'm following my teacher's footsteps in the same city in which he lived, teaching some of the same people he taught when he was here, who are now you know elders in our community. But they come to support my class, which is very very great, you know. So it's like a full circle moment. And um, five years ago, actually, we started, um, well, being here, I trained, I was able to start training. I trained at Debbie Allen Dance Academy to get some formal training as far as ballet, modern, and hip hop, and, you know, the other the other things. So Debbie Allen is also really good friends with my teacher. Um, she really, you know, poured into, um, and through her curriculum at, at her school, really poured in, pours into her students and hires the best 
the best of the best to really pour into, you know, the students who were there. Um, so trained at Debbie Allen's five years ago, started Don Seku Arts Collective. I, I noticed that there weren't a lot of youth. Um, while there are youth, a lot of youth present here in Los Angeles that are in the culture, um, there was like a gap. There was a gap between the elders and the youth. You know, the youth were doing their thing. The elders were doing their thing. And I'm like, I want to be a bridge. And I understand this is a very difficult city to live in. This is, I'm, I'm struggling here. You know, I moved here to sleep on someone's floor for the first three months to save money. I moved from an apartment to the floor. Like, I'm going to really get it while I'm here, you know. And um, started. <laughs> Boy, do I know that experience. <laughs> For real, <laughs> I know that you know, experience. I, real, you know, real. I was just on the floor, bro, and I'm like, I, I'm here for a reason. I didn't feel like it was it was a waste of time. Mm. While I didn't enjoy the situation, I I, I I didn't feel like it was a waste. This is a part like this is a part of my foundation. That's why I look. I'm on the floor. I'm on the ground. Mm. You know, I Literally. know I can fly based on what my teachers have installed in me. I know I have the ability to fly but I'm on the ground right now. So which means I need to build something here. And so what I started was Don Seku Arts Collective uh, with a really good friend of mine. We were driving back from, um, his name is Baron Leitner. We were uh, um, driving back from Oakland. And I told him I wanted to do this group where it was primarily focused with black men, mm-hmm. but more so, you know, getting the community involved. And, um, you know, he really encouraged me to start Don Seku. Arts Collective, you know, um, on that drive back from Oakland, the Diamantacora Conference. And so I started and um, it just kind of took off. I started doing classes at a donation base. With, you know, I said, we're going to pay what you can. You know, mm-hmm. I want to have a full reliance on the ancestors. Classes were $15 and up in the city at the time. But I'm like, you know, I, I know that I'm still very new in this living language you know, still have so much to learn, even as a student. Like I said, I started in 2006. Mm-hmm. So uh, a lot of, uh, a lot of, you know, a lot of folks have been doing this since they learned how to walk. Yeah. You know, a lot of folks who are in the culture. So I had to really learn fast. And um, here, and I'm like, I'm going to start uh, 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 classes that are donation-based. You know, that way the youth will be able to come and not have to worry about, oh, I don't have the money to come to class. Because it's difficult. You know what I yeah. mean? $15 or to go get groceries for the for the few days. You know, it's like people really make those decisions. A lot of my artist friends make those decisions. So I'm like, you know what? Don't worry about class. It'll be taken care of. And it was not easy, brother. Like, I can tell you, starting out, it was not easy. I used a lot. I, I started bringing in masters, um, traditional West African masters mm. who were like in Oakland or who were in the area on tour in Vegas. I would bring them here or they would just fly. had a layover in L.A. I'm like, can you come teach us? Whatever that cost, I'm pulling from my bill money. I'm pulling from my rent money. I'm pulling my car note money. I'm pulling money to pay these masters that they don't even know that this is what's going on. I'm, <laughs> yeah, just, being, right. I'm just being real with you. That they don't know happen. what's going on. I'm calling my sister like, hey, can you send me a hundred or two hundred dollars so I can give to this master teacher because I have to pay the studio and the class is donation based. Mm. And so, you know, the people, the donations weren't, they weren't adding up to it's they didn't. A lot of people don't know the behind the scenes. So this is like an exclusive. I'm giving you like Word. this is really what's going on behind the scenes um, to pull this culture together. Five years now where we are, it's such an amazing thing that. I'm not, a, I'm not, I'm not taking this credit myself. 
because it's a community. But the vision, I said, I want everyone here to be together, all generations. You know what I mean? It doesn't matter when you started dancing, when you started uh, learning this culture or this language, but I want us to come together. And if you do know more than someone else, then teach us, you know, don't condemn and say, I, you know, you don't know this or you haven't been doing this long enough. Teach us, teach us, teach, teach this language. It takes years. How long does it take to learn French or Spanish or, 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 or Mandarin? Years to perfect it. It takes, oh, I'm still learning some English. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? So it's, it's teach us this living language so that we can again heal ourselves. And that's what I've been encouraging um, our elders to do and those who have, um, again, been in the culture longer than I have, um, to come to class. And with that, we have grown such an amazing community. Yesterday's class in Lamar Park was, we had four generations. We had one of the first, we had, she, I don't want to say one of the first, she is the first West, female West African dancer in this city. She was at class yesterday. We had... Our generation. Actually, you know, we had a generation under her, a, bro- a brother who, who's one of the, uh, just on the next generation after her, dancer and drummer as well, there. We had us there. We were there, my generation, millennials. And we had the babies there. You know, we had a young, mm. young, young, young prince leading us in drum. He's probably, Marcel's probably like three or four. Um, and then we had another young man. He had his first table set up. He was selling lemonade and chips. <laughs> so, you know, we, after class, we, you know, I encourage everyone to go to, 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 we show appreciation by tipping the drummer. So yes, please tip this young man, this young prince who's drumming, mm-hmm. go and support the lemonade stand, you know, so we can show these young brothers that they have to put in work in the community. You know what I mean? That here's, it's hot outside. What better than have some cold lemonade? Go support the brother. Give him more than what is a dollar. Give him $5, give him $10, you know, but that's, that's where we are now. We're at the place where we have done so much work that we are now bridging together the generations and that is what we need to fully solidify um to fully solidify uh i guess and and cultivate the growth of this culture in this city and i'm and, I, and i'm and i'm happy where this is going i'm, I'm truly happy we've had some losses i don't want to say losses along the way but we've had a few of our greats transition along the way mm-hmm. um like i just recently mentioned um um we had a an elder uh teacher her name is mariam Fai. she passed away one of the uh she's been in this in the city for over 30 years from from senegal west africa she, you know just a pioneer of west african dance also in the city and good friends with my teacher as well um, she's recently transitioned, and um, we send so much love to her sp- and light to her spirit, uh, her eternal spirit. And she's still present with us. Um, and also a recent friend, Amber Tell, um, who's uh, one of the co-founders as well of my um, art of my arts collective. Um, she transitioned um, last year as well, mm. and uh, we uh, we dance in her energy. She has such a fire with her spirit. A lot of what we do in the community when we receive opposition. Um, we forged through, you know, um, with her fire, you know, with her passion. Mm. She was doing a lot of work in the community that a lot of people didn't see. And, and young sister, she was born in 97. So, you know, she was like a leader. Um, as far as uh, you talk about divine femininity, we talking about a, a up and coming queen that's going to lead our kids. She was teaching courses in Alabama, all across the country that no one ever knew about. Um, mm. Doing traveling back and forth to Senegal, 
um, just to bring us more of the language um, at a young age. And um, unfortunately, she she transitioned. So, you know, we we carry her spirit and carry we carry that torch. Or as Nip say, you know, the marathon continues. We pass exactly. we pass the step, you know, pass the step of time and say, I've been starting a fire in you guys to keep this going in this city with um you know amongst you know amidst anything that 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 should happen. So we're in the middle of a pandemic. Like I said, we had about probably thirty people at class. We were all socially dis oh not socially physically distanced, and um. Still got our class in, still got our drums in, still was able to, you know, meet and talk as a community. Like this, the, my, and now this is my last thing I'll say. I'll say all that to say, what this has shown me is that the drums, through every stage so thus far, and uh, my matriculation in this culture, the drums have always been there. You know, from the moment I was outside of the fence, mm-hmm. hearing them, the moment I came inside the fence, to the moment I'm touring, to the moment I'm here in Los Angeles, to right to yesterday, teaching in the park with the community, the drums were there, which says that the drums have made it through uh, uh, several pandemics that are that we have experienced in human history, um, several tragic events that we've experienced in human history, civil rights events that we've experienced here in this country, racism. The drums have made it through. So there's something to say that if we stay close to these drums through difficult times, we will also make it through. This is our healing. Mm-hmm. And so that's what I'm professing here in the city. We call ourselves the love tribe and we heal each other with love. There's no there's no judgment in our classes. There's no, um, you know, kind of that, you know, that, that the Hollywood thing. You know, this person has a step. This person doesn't, you know, kind of that. What do you call it? Like that, that classism, elitism, that classism, no. elitism, yeah. cutthroat culture, yeah. as it pertains to artists, none of that exists. It doesn't matter who you work for. It doesn't matter what you've done. What matters is what are you doing in your community? How are you transforming the lives here? How are you showing people the ultimate um, um, expression that we can show a human being, which is love? How are you doing that in the culture? So that is amazing. And so in the in the spirit of the ultimate expression of love, the first question that I have for you, sir, is what do you trust more, your heart or your brain? I trust my heart. <laughs> I really trust my heart, you know? And not to say that I don't make, I don't, um, I don't make logical decisions, you know? The mind is there because it kind of keeps everything I Don't get, you know, my friends... <laughs> You know, they say, you know, Don, I like, why don't I have the millions that I need to really do what I want to do in this culture? And they said, Dante, because you're going to give it all away. You're not going to use anything for yourself. Mm. And that is totally true. You know, I, I'm, I'm like, I have everything I need. Like, my, my life is very simple. You know, I have, like, I, I honestly, I live in a studio apartment. My car, um, you know, I have my car, is a, it's a used car. You know, I'm, I'm not with the keeping up with keeping up with the Jones. I have my own style, got my own, you know, way of living. Um, so I really don't, you know, personally need anything. So everything I have, all of my resources, which is most important, which is my time, I'm, I'm like, I'm giving it, I'm giving. And I, and I, so I said my heart, I need to have that balance though. More, I give more of my heart. You know, you said something there that is actually uh, really profound, right? Because mm-hmm. when you, speak of 
having what you need and and allowing yourself to be comfortable with yeah. knowing number one knowing what it is that you what it is that you need right and mm-hmm. by answering that question with uh with you 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 trusting your heart more it's because your heart is going to since it's create since it's connected to source your yeah. heart is always going to allow you to know what you need right That's and right. to bring in what you need for whatever the situation you find yourself in and yeah. the brain the tricky part of the brain the brain will um formulate and come up with things that you may want uh-huh. right? the heart will, the, the brain will lead you to like things that you want when mm-hmm. the heart is telling you what you need absolutely and so for the and so for in the dynamic of that relationship when you talk about um trusting from the heart and and, and allowing that those needs that pop up from the heart to dictate what your brain mm-hmm. um, formulates to bring to continue to bring in the needs right mm-hmm. that's where the that's where the uh the real dynamism comes from 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 living from that space and trusting yes. from that space absolutely and it's not easy that's not an easy ever, especially ever, ever. you know Especially for a black man, you know, uh, that's 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 not easy. You know, we come out and everything, every step we take as a black man is calculated from the time we learn how to walk. And that's fact. We come out with things already against us, you know. So it's like every step we take is calculated. So we all, we start here. We start here first. Like, I got to get this money. You know, you hear my boys all the time. I got to get this. Yo, I got to get this money. I got to get this, this. I got to make this flip. I got to get that happen. I got to, I got to do this. I got to do that. I got to get this whip. I got to get this chick. I got to, it's like always this logic, 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 logic of things you have to do instead of checking in with yourself here and saying, you know, how do I feel about, okay, yeah, man, I, I want to make more money. What do I need? Who do I need to be to make more money? Mm. And feel good being that person. Who do I need to be to make more money? Where is my trust? Like you mentioned source, the heart being connected to source. That's a, that's an, a, a moment of awakening to understand that your heart is connected to source. Because if your heart is connected to source, source is light, love, and all the, all the, all the great things in our world. It's like, if I bring more light and love into my heart, then everything else will manifest within itself. You know, keep it. Keeping, of course, keeping it in line with, you know, the mind has the goals, you know. I feel like your mind keeps the goals in order. Like, okay, you're moving up, you know, you, you're moving quite along on this journey. But the heart is like, feel it, it, it's kind of like the feeling. These goals need to be filled with heart in everything you do. Because the goal, you have a goal, but it's filled with hate or, or it's filled with someone's going to take a loss from mm-hmm. this goal. How is that moving along with the, what you mentioned, source? If someone is losing. Exactly. And, you know, and so with that, it transitions into our next question. Yeah. About. Is it better to have beauty or be beautiful? Hmm. You know, say beauty is in the eye of the beholder. You know, Mm -hmm. Um, I think it's better to be beautiful. Okay. Beauty, beauty can fade, but being beautiful means that it's 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 moving through your veins. 
You know what I mean? Beauty is it's just the surface. You know, like I, you know, you can put on some shea butter and be beautiful. I mean, you know, show <laughs> to show beauty. You know, to show beauty. But being beautiful is is coming again from that place you mentioned. You know, it's coming from the heart. It's emitting. It's it's coming through your pores from the inside out. You know, when someone says, that's a beautiful person, it's it's emitting from the inside out. Beauty is what other people see. So I think that's an experience. I, I, that's how I view it. I view beauty as an experience. Mm. You ex, you experience um, my outside, which means you're experiencing the beauty. But really, what it is is the the beautiful energy that's inside that's emitting from with you know from outside. Mm. I mean, from inside. Yeah. No, it could get, it could get confusing sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> For sure, it, yeah. it could get confusing and, and and teeter back and forth with that. Yeah. Because. <laughs> I think what you when you when you talk about what someone is experiencing, um, I feel like that experience is, as you were, I think, alluding to that experience is the beautiful um, ness of an individual. Right. Yes. Because of it being able to emanate. Right. And, And the reason I say that is because when you're being beautiful, that is an action, right? Mm-hmm. And when you have beauty, that is that that is something that is kind of dormant. It's not being enacted. So no. beauty isn't enacted until you are being beautiful. Beautiful. So that yes. way, that is what you're. That is what individuals are experiencing of you. You know, when you're when you're when you're interacting with them, and when you're mm-hmm. sending that out, right? That is when being beautiful uh, takes takes effect on another individual and that doesn't have anything to do with what you look like it's all about how you feel like what is that that maya angelou quote um that she speaks of when when she talks about um i don't know i'm not gonna even try to butcher it but it has something but it has something (laughs) it has something to do with when you meet somebody when you meet someone um and and you leave and when you meet someone and you leave them with something and you, and they leave with, and they leave with something that is like that expression of beauty, right? They'll leave with your expression of beauty. And then that is what they will always remember of you every time you interact with them. Right. Absolutely. I I totally butchered. (laughs) I totally butchered the the queen mother's words, but, uh, but I might might put in the comments, you know, somebody's going to put in the comments. Like you go to the link and I know, you know but no, I oh feel my. you. Mm-hmm. No, absolutely. That's 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 the goal. Like you know, even if someone's coming at you with some different energy that's not of your own, because you're focused on being beautiful, you know, emitting that beauty, it, it, it you it will diffuse that mm-hmm. because you you know you your goal from your heart or from your the goal in your mind is to be beautiful, but you're filling it with your heart. You know what I mean? Which is which is the, which is the be- beautiful nature is in here. Mm. So it's like I'm 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 feeling that goal. My goal is to bring this community together in love, peace, joy, happiness, and light. Anything else coming out into that, and, and it don't fit in this space because mm. it's filled, you know, with beauty, beautiful, you know, you know, with this beautiful energy. It's filled, so it does not fit here. And so it's it's that is what people are um, experiencing, and and it, and it it will pass. You know, they'll say, oh, do you know King Tay? Like, oh, yeah, I've taken this class before. He's great. He's a great teacher. Or he's this or he's that. People will speak for you, you know. Everyone may not say the best things. 
that's their opinion. But most, the, the, the majority, I feel, will say, you know, he's a great person. And this is what this brother's bringing to the community. This is, you know, because it's all from my heart. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's what's up. And you do have a great heart because I have experienced that. And that, Thank be, that, you, that, that, beautiful, <laughs> that beautiful expression is what, what instantly drew me to you to, number one, um, want to go in and take one of your classes um, which I have yet to do, to be honest. You coming? Uh, but yeah, I'll be, coming. I'm coming. Um, and 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 also to invite you to ascend the throne, so that beautiful expression can be known yes. amongst amongst this gathering of, of of black males, you know. And so, the next question that leads us to pregunto número tres, which is, when was the last time you cried, brother? Oof. Uh, last time I cried, oh, it was last night. Oh, wow. I cried last Elaborate, night. Elaborate, please. <laughs> Legit. Like, you know, um, and I'm learning to do that. That me crying is a, is something I have to learn. Uh, I, I've learned to do. Um, usually I would just hold it inside and just, uh, move forward. Like I don't have space to, to cry or to be angry. Um, but I have friends who encourage me to do that. Even um, you know, I'm I'm doing my self work, uh, my self work journey all around. Not even just on the metaphysical front or you know aspect of the culture, but I, I, I'm on, I'm in therapy. You know, I, I, I go to therapy. I'm with you. So I'm you up. know, we need it. Everyone needs it. You know, especially us black brothers, we need it. I know? just had my session and, yesterday. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. You know, so I'm I'm in therapy, and so one thing, one question she asked me, she says, you know, how are you dealing with your anger? Um, how are you dealing with your emotions? And I'm like, why is she asking me this? But it's like, I, I really don't. I'm thinking like, you know, I really don't pay attention to my anger. You know, I express it. It's for me. I feel like it's my anger is for me. Mm-hmm. It's not for anyone else. Um, so I cried last night just because we, you know, in this work, we've ex- we experienced a lot of opposition, you know, um, just from outside forces. And, um, I, I, I'm always on the go. This is my full-time job. I left corporate America about three years ago. I was assisting the SVP at a billion dollar entertainment company. And I left because I told them when I got hired that, uh, on Wednesdays, which is, uh, which is my original class day, um, at the time I said, I can work any day, travel anywhere you guys need me to travel. But Wednesdays at 4 PM, I need to leave. I was working in Century City, California. I was like, I need to leave. And they kept encroaching. On that Wednesday, you know, and that's, and I'm like, this is going to pull me away from the community. And then my class was growing at the, you know, at the time it was the largest West African dance class in Los Angeles. Mm. I'm like, do I let my community down? And just because I can, I'm making the money that I want to make? Or do I put full reliance again? Do I put myself, you know, back on the floor, you mm. know, like I did, I, you know, when I came here? And so I made a decision. I'm like, I'm gonna, I, this is done for me. You know, my community, I feel better in this space. I'm making the money I want to make, but I feel better in this space. And I know that there's more value in this space, mm. even though it's the class is donation-based. There's more value in this space through transforming someone's life. So let me, let me, let me come and be, work in my community. That has brought its own challenges. And so I faced one of those challenges last night. Again, um, just, well, just, just all of yesterday, 
we just we've been we were searching all week for another park location to have our class because a lot of things are shut down. Mm-hmm. We've been reaching out to you know I've been on the phone trying to reach out to community leaders to figure out where we can have a class that you know we won't be shut down that we can have these drums present because this is our medicine. Yeah. So that's been stressing me out. And also yesterday I'm like I'm gonna drive out to the desert. I'm gonna drum out in the desert. They were having an event there. I'm gonna I'm gonna drive out to the desert and drum. And on the way there, my car started making noise. And mm. then I started getting worse on the way back. And now I found out it's my transmission of my car. Mm. So it's like, this is my car that I use to get around the community to various parts. You know, I'm in Santa Monica. I'm in Pasadena. I'm in South L.A. This is, this is what I use to get around mm. um, to heal my, my people. But now that's, that's down. So how am I going to figure this out? And it gets very frustrating. I wasn't crying out of fear or sadness. It was just like frustration. Mm. Um, I was crying out of frustration because I want this to happen for our community so bad that I, I use a lot of my resources. And I mean, to get where we're going. My car runs all day. I'm, if I'm leaving out in the morning, I'm not getting back home till, you know, 11, 12 o'clock at night. Mm. You know, just because I'm out in the community, I take I'm, I take my my bags, my clothes, sometimes different costumes stuff. I'm taking them with me in the car so that I can quick change. Let's do this event. We're going to three different drum events, three different dance events. We're really moving, but now the movement has is is trying to cease, and that's not going to happen. So I have to figure out another way. That's why I was frustrated. Mm. And there's always another way, you know. So that was last night. That was my that was what my tears for were last night. I was just addressing. Um, the emotions of frustration um, based on like my car, man, you know? Funny that you say that, right? Because when the, the succession of, of thought, right? When we talk about needs and, and being, when we first were talking about needs and how being able to decipher amongst my needs versus my wants and mm-hmm. one would need to, to, to support whatever it is that is on their heart to, to do. And to be able to decipher what those tears were, you know, and where they were coming from and why they were welling up. And to even just that small distinction of, no, this wasn't a tear of anger. This wasn't a tear of sadness. This wasn't a tear of joy. This was a tear of frustration, right? To frustration. Be to, be, to be able to be very specific with where, what these tears are. Right. And to be able to yeah. release that. Right. Provide yeah. this, provides this space in the container to uh, to allow for the for the brain and the body and the universe to, 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 to come together to continue to provide you what you need. Because now you know what the specific problem is with the with the car that you have and the 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 because we share a similar uh, faith, we mm-hmm. know that as long as we continue to make the causes yes. based upon the heart, as long as we continue to make the causes, the effects will become boundless within our lives because that is the relationship Absolutely. and the uh, that is the relationship that we have with the universe. It is the Absolutely. universe's job as long as you are being a practitioner of the law, being a Buddhasafa, which is what you are doing when you are in the yes. community, as long yes. as you are living true and authentic to that, the universe has no other choice but to continue to provide you with what you need. 
And because yes. you were able to release that frustration, <laughs> it allows you to become very clear yeah. in taking the continued action and causes to get that need handled and met. So don't yes. so like the, the whole there is no longer a need to for, to be frustrated because you release yeah. that, mm-hmm. and you were going to be provided with what you need. We don't what know you how need? It's come. Yeah. That's not our our job. I don't to worry I don't. about how that's it's why I'm like come. anxious. Like I don't know when it's all right. Yeah, like, that's not our job, bro. That is not know? our job. Our job <laughs> is just to make the causes. That, so yeah. you, to, to take all that to take that extra weight off you. Our job is only to make the causes, bro. So as mm-hmm. long as you continue to make the causes that you are making, you got you good. Yeah, because the universe, the universe is is right and exact. Yeah, and the law of cause and effect is unwavering. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, so that, that just to continuously encourage you to just just focus on making Thank you. The causes, brother. Just focus on yes. making the causes, and this is one of them. For the for the yes. community, <laughs> you know yes, I mean? absolutely. I, like, that's like, what you know, I'm doing. I, every, hear, I hear you with that, man. You know, Sundays are my day, especially you know, to be in the culture fully because it's like they have the drum. My teacher, he teaches a donation based class on the sidewalk at Lamurp. It's it's the largest drum class in South LA. Been there many on the times. sidewalk. You know, he's he's from Senegal, West Africa. His name is Pop Juf. Teaches the community. He calls it Pop's Little Village. But he teaches the community on the sidewalk. So I go there. I've been going the last couple of years to support his class. A lot of my drummer, the drummers who come to my class are students of his. Mm. And so I'm like, I go to the class to dance. And I drum too. Well, I, I mainly drum now because I'm mm. like, I had to start drumming too. <laughs> but I, I would go there to dance because it's important for the dancer and the drummer to be in sync. This is a language. It's like us, me having this conversation. I'm looking over here like, all right, brother. So, yeah. So, you know, <laughs> it's important for us to be in sync mm-hmm. and, you know, to fully connect. The drummer has to play for the dance and the dancer must match the energy of the drummer. You know, it's to say it's it's a, you know, so uh, I'm like, I'm still, you know, this thing's happening with my car. I'm like, you know, we have Uber. I can call somebody in the community. I'm like, look, let me get, take, I'm going to still pack up my drum somewhere and head on down to like the show doesn't stop. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna head on down to South LA, still make, like you said, still make the same causes. I'm gonna pull up in an Uber, pop my drums out, like like it ain't nobody's business. It doesn't stop. You know, I still have a way. If I had to get on the bus with my drums, that's what I'm going to do. You know what I mean? If I had to walk to the park from my house, that's what I will do with my drums to make sure that this language continues. I will continue to make the cause so that this, you know, that we can create some transformation here. Word. So, when we talk about cause, what are uh, what are three words that you should know in every language? Three words. <laughs> uh, three words. Oh, hello. <laughs> That's you don't know how to say hello. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you. And uh, bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> hello, thank you, and bathroom. And bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> what 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 Seriously. about those three words specifically for you? Uh, you know, I I traveled to Africa. I was actually invited to um, by the presidential cabinet in Cote d'Ivoire in Africa in. Um, my teacher pops on Sila. 
uh, to perform in Cote d'Ivoire. And um, it's, a total, it's a French-speaking country. You know, my French was unfair. It's very small. So I traveled to, to there by myself. And um, just being able to say bonjour, you know, uh, merci, you know, it's just showing that level of saying hello, I'm greeting you. They can feel that energy through you. Again, we have to admit that that beauty, that beautiful energy. So they can feel that through you saying hello and even through you trying to say some words, which may not make sense. <laughs> um, but also being able to show gratitude in another language is very important. Um, so thank you. And 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 a, and a lot of in, in different languages is also a great thing because even if you someone's going to teach you something, every every moment that we are alive is a moment to learn something. So if you're in a different country, you don't speak the language, you should at least know how to say thank you because someone's going to teach you something. Mm-hmm. They're going to pass you coffee and say cafe, you know, and like, oh, I didn't know how to say that. Thank you. Or in Wallop they say Jerry Jeff, you know, um, you should know how to say thank you. And also, I was in a situation where. I didn't know how to, you know, say bat, you know, the bathroom in French. I'm like, I don't know what, you know, what that is. I just like, I have to, you know, I just like rub my stomach, and they're like, you sick? Like, what's going? Like, you didn't know what was going on. Like, my stomach, like, ooh, ooh, like they thought I didn't go to the hospital. I'm like, I just gotta go to the bathroom. <laughs> but I was able to learn in that moment. And then I'll give you this experience: when I got to the bathroom, and some countries in Africa, they don't use toilet paper. So you learn the original way uh, to using the restroom. <laughs> uh, so that was a whole nother experience. But those are, you know, those are the three words I feel that are very important. Um, hello, thank you, and bathroom. <laughs> mm, okay. <laughs> hello, thank you, and bathroom. Yeah, and bathroom. Please. <laughs> bathroom, please. The bathroom, please. Yeah. You know? No, I got you on that one, bro. <laughs> For sure, for sure. So with that, my next question I have for you is, what scares you, King? Um, what scares me is living in a world that's absent of love. And I guess it wouldn't be absent if I'm here. But I guess what scares me is living in a world where I'm not able to bounce that love back off of someone who looks like not just looks like me, but another human person. I'm not able to bounce that love off, in, you know, someone in the world. I think that's just an ultimate fear. Not fear, but, like, that would scare me, you know? You have seen those movies, like, um, what was the movie with Will Smith? I Am Legend or something like that, or yeah. something when he was just in there by himself, but he had a dog, and then the dog, the dog, something happens to the dog, it's like, whoa, like, you know, really just being in a world um, where you feel... Um, that your energy that you're emitting doesn't have a home. Mm. I think that's something that would make me scared, but it's something that I would definitely get through and address. But, you know, I think that's, uh, be the only thing. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's, 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 I walk, you know, I walk this way, you know, you can't come from Southeast DC being scared. You know, <laughs> you can't, can't. when well, they say Southeast, you know, you can't, you can't grow up in DC and be scared about anything. You know, it's like, you got to, you know, I didn't walk some streets, you know, going to the store for my family, you know, one, two o'clock in the morning, you know, 12 o'clock, whatever I had to do, yeah. you know, and, you know, so scared. But I, I think as far as that, that as far as the love energy, that not being not being able to bounce that off of someone, I think would be, uh, you know, and I, and I don't feel like that would ever happen. But 
that would be a, something that I'd be scared of in the world. Okay, that's a legit. That's a legit fear. I hear that. Yeah. Okay, so then, with that being said, now, what makes you happy? <laughs> what makes me happy? Um, what makes me happy is making other people happy. That makes me happy. Just seeing um, growth in others, especially if um, I was, you know. Um, an introduction or a source to that or a key uh, figure to that, your growth, um, that makes me very happy, you know. Um, I'm just seeing some students who started in my class, who traveled to Africa, who, you know, go to the various conferences, who went to various conferences across our country, you know, just seeing, like, you started in my class, you know. <laughs> I remember when you was like, Dante, I'm scared. I don't know how to do this. And this is, I don't know if I'm going to be able to come back. I can't keep up. This is, you know. From that to now, you're I'm seeing you in videos in in Africa or at someone else's conference, you know, dancing, smiling, you know, full out, you know. Mm. That is that is something that makes me very happy, you know, to that energy because you know that you spark that in someone, you know what I mean, and that they carry that. Again, we talk about carrying the but you know the baton, carrying the torch. They're carrying that forward. And they're going to do it in their own way. My teacher would say, we're all like five fingers. We're different, but we have to use them together. Mm. So no one's going to dance the same. No one's going to do this, you know, going to interact in this culture the same. But to um, see someone take it somewhere, I think that's something that makes me very happy. Um, also, something that makes me very happy is um, just when everyone comes together in unity. It's something to be said, like, after feeling that we have after class and we just... We're exhausted, but we're just kind of just sharing in, their, in everyone's energy. And someone, you know, some folks have bought some 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 products to sell. You know, my brother sells shea butters and, and sage, and um, you know, my teacher sells his drums. And you know, there's someone there making some food. You know, mm. like I said, a young man has his lemonade stand going. It's something beautiful just about being in that environment. That makes me very happy. You know, that's like my happy place, just being around our people who are there for the same purpose, the same reason. And and, and there's there's only that beautiful energy there, you know, or those those, those those are my ultimate moments of happiness. I don't think. And also, I know my ultimate, ultimate, ultimate moment of happiness, <laughs> ultimate, most recent, can't forget this is and this is not now is not last but not least situation, but overall is being a father. Um, I'm a dad. Congrats. I, yes. My baby girl was born on May 5th, uh, which is the same day I actually received my Gohonzon in uh, Nichiren Buddhism with the SGI, Soka Gaikai International. Congratulations, bro. Same day. So we talk about the causes. I guess I made a cause. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I made a cause, you know, but that was my ultimate. I mean, we talk about unshakable happiness, about having unshakable happiness, mm. you know, um, that's such a powerful term, unshakable happiness. What does that look like? It doesn't mean nothing can shake you up. Nothing can shake that happiness out of you. Mm -hmm. It's unshakable. You can't move me. I'm, I'm still, I'm firm in this happiness. Mm. And that's what my daughter um, brought to my life. I was, before she was born, I was just questioning, like, why am I here? You know, not as on some, like, I wanted to end my life. But just as like, what is what is what purpose does the universe have for me here? I feel like I experienced a lot of opposition. I experienced a lot of, you know, 
this from, you know, various individuals. But I'm like, why am I here? And my daughter has given me that purpose, like, you are still here. You Just like you teach the community and you, you cultivate this energy in the community, you now have a very, your very own reflection of yourself to cultivate this energy into, you know, for the rest of your life. Mm. But now you have no reason to ever doubt why you're here. You're here for this one. You know what I mean? And then you're here for your community. I got so, that, bro. Because I, I, I got you know? a baby girl that's, uh, that's, uh, that's 19 months now. And, oh, wow. You know, it, it's, one of those, it's one of those things, bro, as, as, you know, just as a word, define what successful parenting is for you. You know, and make that and make that very make that very clear for for yourself. Like for me, what successful parenting looks like for that baby girl um, is for her to be a critical thinker, to be able to be strong willed, and to uh, to be a hard worker, and yes. pouring into her those those ideals and affirming that within her mm-hmm. has been something that's one of the greatest joys like to be able to be for me to be able to ask her at 19 months where is beautiful and for her to point at herself Mm. is one of the most amazing things that i ever experienced in my life bro wow like just i could yeah i mean for her to just experience that at eight at 19 months for her to be yeah. able to point at herself, herself, to be yeah. able to instill that from 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 now, you know what I mean, like that's something that she's gonna always, whatever happens in the future, mm-hmm. whatever, that's something that that's gonna mm-hmm. be able to be lived with her, that's gonna be planted in her in her DNA to be able to yes. say, "I'm beautiful." When I'm the world beautiful. may be telling her everything other than that. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, it, so. So yes, as as a suggestion, unwanted <laughs> suggestion, but bro, define what no, I received that parenting yeah. is for you because the world mm-hmm. will be telling you what the hell you're supposed to be doing with your daughter and da 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 da. But as long I, as do you know what your what successful parenting looks like for you, and you can see her enacting that in your life in in her life, mm-hmm. then you know hands up. I received that you're not you're uh, 16. My baby, she's about to be three months, so you're about 16 months ahead of me. So I receive, <laughs> you know what I mean. I receive all of that. I've been asking my boys, like, hey, you know, give me some tips, you know, like what you got, you know, because I, you know, this again, we pulling on, we can pull on each other as kings to say, hey, how are we leading our family, especially the brothers who are progressively moving us forward, you know, how, what, what, brother, what, what can I do? My one of my boys said, you know, you know, Dante, you're just gonna have to be her best friend, you know, be a guide to her, but be her best friend. Because how you inter- how you interact with her is how you're setting the the, the exam. He said so many words like you're setting the example for the other men who interact with her. Mm-hmm. And so what is you're setting the standard, you know, of what that looks like. And I'm like, whoa! I'm like, let me set that. Standard. Yeah, she need a king, you know. I, you know, <laughs> no, uh-huh. we're gonna have to have a sit down talk whenever that time comes. You know, That's, yeah. I'm not rushing it, but whenever that time comes, later, later, later down the road. I'm going to expect her to bring home um, a king. You get what I mean? And that starts uh, with what I pour into her. So the fact that you're able to tell that your daughter is at that age able to point to herself and say that I'm beautiful, that she is the example of beauty is, 
is is astounding. So thank you for that. You're welcome, brother. Thank you. What we here for? Yeah, man. Keep talking. Keep reading. Keep yeah. Just talk, read, talk, talk. <laughs> Even if you're talking to yourself, talk out loud while talk, she's there. Yeah, yeah. She, I'm telling you, man. They, yeah, that that first five California commercial when they talk about the read the reading to your child and da, 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 that shit is real, bro. <laughs> talk and read. Real. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Talk and read abundantly. And yeah, it, it's it's amazing. So brother, we have come to the last question. Okay. On this wonderful human experience that is yes. that is you. And that last question is You've actually probably touched on it already. No worries. But hey, we like to hear you express it. What is your purpose? Mm. You know, my purpose, I feel, is to be like the sun. Mm. It's to be like the sun, to embody the energy of the sun. And um, in a good way. You know, and there's nothing bad about the sun. The sun is is is, is the cause of transformation. You know, it's the most powerful force we recognize. And since we were able to open our eyes, that's why we we look at it. We go like this. You know, uh, something so sensitive on our body can't even withstand the sun, but we appreciate it because of the benefits that it brings to our body. Mm-hmm. So that which means that the light is so bright. You know, light equating light to knowledge. Like I need to be so smart. I need to have acquired so much about who I am to be a light, a source of light and growth and, and warmth to, to civilization. Um, that's, you know, I want to be the, that source ultimately. That's what I want to be the source of light and love and growth, you know, and transformation. People think, okay, yeah, the sun started this, this, um, so the sun start, like, for example, I think it's, I can't think of the name of the deserts or the plant, um, I don't want to say the Serengeti. Maybe I'm maybe I'm, that I'm saying the wrong wrong place. But there's like a place where the sun kind of ignites. So hot, the sun ignites the mm-hmm. brush, which you know causes the land to catch on fire. But then there's a rebirth where there are new plants that are able to grow from from the nutrients of those that have burned. It's like it's like a cycle, mm-hmm. you know, creating that cycle. Some people may say, "Oh, that everything burned away," but when it grows back, it's much more robust. Like you know. Yeah. So that transformation happens. I think that my purpose in any situation, any avenue in which I go in my life is to be like the sun, to be the source of light, to be the source of warmth, to be the source, the source of growth, just to be that that um, that, um, you know, just that supporting force. It's all it's constant. The sun is very constant. You know, every day we've we've opened our eyes, you know, in this world, however old we are. The sun has always been there, mm-hmm. you know, and even the people we've recognized as the most powerful people in our life, our parents have also recognized that the sun is the most powerful, you know, force, you know. So our, our desire or my desire is to be as powerful as the sun. And what the, I don't know what that looks like. And um, I don't know what, you know, if that would be possible. But it's just that is the that is the energy in which I walk in. You know, I walk in this in the light of the sun. That is my purpose. I want to I want to when I walk into a room, I want to be that source of light. I want to give indirectly give folks the nutrients like the vitamin. You know, we get vitamin D from the sun. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And, you know, to, to inadvertently with my presence to be able to 
give someone the nutrients that they need. Someone may not take my class, but there could be someone just sitting off on the side who's just observing, who says, you know what, that really moved me. They weren't taking class. They were just in the area. You know what I mean? So I, I, that is my purpose. It's just to be, um, I guess, to emulate the light of the sun. Mm. And whatever that looks like and anything I put my mind to, whatever my goals are, I'm like, how can I bring light to this, this situation? How can I grow this situation? What is what is something I can, um, how can I create transformation within this situation to, to, to help other things to grow through and shine through? So. And also to install that light in the others, you know, to, to awaken others, because I, I can't just be the sun by myself. The sun is this, you know, they say there's there's, con- there's constant explosions or going on on the sun. That's, you know, to create the heat. You know, there are many theories about what creates the heat of the sun, which means that it's not just one thing that's creating that source of heat. It's multiple things that are happening at simultaneously mm. at the same time to create the heat of the sun, which means that we'll all have to work together at some point to kind of create that same heat or that same light. We need multiple minds to come together, multiple people to come together to awaken to their light in order to be as bright as the sun. So that is my purpose. I just want to awaken. I'm going to walk in the light of the sun and I want to awaken others to walk in that same path so that we can be, you know, kind of illuminators to this, to this world. Well, sir, I will have to say that you are definitely living in your purpose <laughs> say that to say thank you because there's there's something you know when i when i hop on the phone with somebody uh and i ask them like usually with like a telemarketer or something like a bank <laughs> whatever whatever yeah. right and you know you you try to ask them hey how are you doing right and they, usually when i ask them that they get they get thrown off because they're yeah, used to just yeah. people just like going directly into what they're so they're like oh, oh. they have a script they throw back yep. they're like oh wait uh wait no I'm fine. I'm How are you doing? <laughs> and my retort to that is always, you know, I'm just trying to be like this. I'm just trying to be like the sun and shine my light on, wow. on everyone that wow. I Wow. Right? So when I hear you say what your purpose is, yeah, I must say to you, brother, ever since I had the great fortune of, of, of being in your circumference, yeah. you have definitely been living your purpose. Man, thank you so much. <laughs> that is, that, and, and that's real spit. No cap, no nothing. Like <laughs> no that, that has been. That has been what my thank experience you, of you has been. In thank this, you so much for that. You know? And so I, I, I thank you. You know, for 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 being that light, for being that light being who 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 um, allows themselves to 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 let your light shine. Right, you know, like that song, "This Little Light of Mine." I'm the mine. Yep. That that is is, as you're as you're dancing and as you're expressing and as Mm -hmm. you are um, are interacting with people, you are for sure letting your magnified light shine on all those that have have the great fortune of being within your within your realm. You know, and and to speak towards that, you know, that multiple suns coming together or the multiple um, interactions that are yeah. happening for the sun to be what it is, right? That, that I, I believe that speaks towards interdependency, right? Mm-hmm. And speaking towards that in, interdependent spirit that realizes that we all need one another. Mm-hmm. Some, for some reason, we are all connected and we need mm-hmm. one another. So when we are working in an interdependent manner, 
there isn't a view of less than or either or it becomes an and thing right yeah i need you and me to be shining simultaneously together so that way we can continue to 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 be the the bearers of light for darkness that that is 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 forever prevalent in this Mm -hmm. world right Mm -hmm. and that even becomes even more important when we are speaking specifically to people that share the same hue as mm. you. Yeah. You know, and, and, and because when we are, we have been manipulated through our DNA mm-hmm. to not see our interdependence. Mm-hmm. We were bred, we were, we were, we have been scientifically bred like animals mm-hmm. to when we see one another, there's this, there's this automatic angst that yeah. becomes present, right? Just like yeah. a pit bull. Whenever you're breeding a pit bull, a, a fighting pit bull, I should say, you breed them to not like other dogs automatically. Mm-hmm. So it's in their DNA to automatically show their teeth, start gritting and bucking up and, and, mm-hmm. and get ready for that action. Mm-hmm. And we as black men have been in this particular country, in this particular <sighs> experiment that has been acted upon us, have been bred to not like one another. So it's in our DNA. They manipulated our DNA, especially in this country. Yes. And not like one another. So when we think about why there sometimes is that that tension and we can't necessarily feel it because when we're amongst other brothers and and we got this tension and this angst, it's because we've been bred like that. Bred. Yeah. Not saying not saying that's not our origin. Absolutely. Of what of of what we of what we are in our DNA. That's not our origin. That has been a manipulation of. So so when we yeah. talk about the intergener the intergenerational um, effects of the the uh, the slave experiment, mm-hmm. that is that is directly part of it. Legit, like you know, and and and. When I was in Africa, I didn't stay in a hotel. I didn't stay. I stayed with the family. You mm. know what I mean? And I and I, I prayed. I did everything. You know, with the family, ate, walked to get food, whatever I had to do. One thing I noticed though, is that the men stayed together. The men ate together, and when the men were eating dinner, they ate in a circle formation. The food was set on the floor in the middle. They talked about how the bills were going to get paid for the entire family, all the men in the family who were working, mm-hmm. whether they were in the military, whether they were, you know, farmer, whether they, you know, were artists, all the men came together for dinner, sat over the food, ate and talked about how they're going to take care of the family. Who's getting married? Whose daughter is getting married? Well, they need, we need to put our funds towards that. Who's all of the business of the entire family was discussed. Mm. around dinner and it was everyone's responsibility i learned that in africa which mm-hmm. is something that i've never seen with black men here in the united states i needed to see that and and the queens work together too mm-hmm. you know the queen in africa the, the the queens you know they're queens you know <laughs> so the the brothers go out and work and we bring the money out. they're like thank you you know my the daughter's getting married here you go 
the family needs to eat. You know, the, the brother, the, the brother, the uh, kings are passing the money right over to the queens. Here you go. Yep, I worked hard. Here you go. And the women do what they, what needs to be done for the, you know, for the household. But the men came together to say, how are we going? How hard do we have to work to provide for all of our families? And that is something I have not seen much of here in in the United States. And the energy that is so needed, that collective spirit amongst black men is so needed because we come, we we can come to each other and be in this space of competition. And there's nothing, we all, like my teacher said, we all like five fingers, we different. But we gotta use them together. It's a fist, bro. Like, you get what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, you know, if we can create more of that, imagine. And that is what the system has been designed to keep us separate. Most of our brothers are locked up. Most of our brothers are distracted by what's going on, you know, in the world through the um, monies, you know, sex, drugs, hip hop, whatever, you know, hip hop, rap, life, whatever that's like, you know, mm-hmm. that whole, you know, social media, you know, blur that, you know, we're just so distracted by that. And instead of like, how can we collectively uplift each other's families? You know, and they live in a compound. Like mm-hmm. it, it could be a ten unit compound, but the entire family, your 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 brother and his wife, your you know your mom, your your aunt, your your grandfather, your aunt, everyone lives in the same compound. Mm-hmm. So that that energy you have generate you have multi multi generational unit present. All of the black men are present. All of the black women are present, which means that we're all working for each other. So we can expand that, you know, expand the compound and say we live in the compound of the United States. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We live in a compound of the United States. What does it look like for me to assist my brother here who needs help? What does it look like for me to assist my brother over here? And so just being that person is 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 so important. And that was just my last point I wanted to touch on. Just the very I learned that I recently learned that when I traveled to Africa. Recent as a young man. I'm like, this is how this is how black men operate for their this is how they show up or or so with that um I will, before i close out uh okay. please let the people know how they can get in contact with you what you got going on with uh, <laughs> and, and all the rest of that good stuff hey, absolutely um you can contact me on instagram i am king tay i-a-m-k-i-n-g-t-a-e uh that's my personal instagram um, also, our arts collective is Danseku Arts Collective, D-A-A-N-S-E-K-O-U. It means to dance with wisdom. And that's, you know, what we strive to do every day is to soak up the wisdom of our culture. And, um, yeah, we can, we're also on Facebook and YouTube. Um, check us out, man. We have class every Saturday and as of now um, in the park, 11 a.m. Um, we're now doing Lamert Park until we find another location so please follow us on social media so that we can you know have the most updated information um but yeah you can check out various works i've done some um work with a couple of artists that we you know love to love to hear and love to hear from um so you can you know definitely youtube my name dante fayal uh or also our arts collective dante cool um just to see some of the things that we've done we're still you know growing in a way, you know, we're doing all of the kindness of our hearts. We're making major moves within the city, but a lot of it we're doing without grants. You know, we just—it's just the love. We call it the love tribe again. 
So, you know, we would love to have you a part of the Love Tribe. Just just, just um, connect with us. Word. So thank you, man. So Thank you, brother. You're welcome. You're welcome. So we would like to formally uh, say thank you to this good brother, Dante Fayol, for the work that he is able to offer us. It is much needed and is much appreciated. We would like to also make sure you pre-register for Ascend the Throne, a convergence of black male for young and seasoned, where we will be coming to the table to address the social emotional issues that we deal with as black men. It is gonna be a fire, fire virtual experience where this gentleman is gonna be also be able to in, uh, to, to show his expression of dance through a, a, through a ritual uh, dance ceremony. And they will have three dynamic speakers. We will be doing a King Table Talk breakout session, deep dive. We're gonna have two of those. We're gonna have a DJ. I mean, it's a fully interactive virtual experience. And we need you in the building. So tell a friend to tell a friend to tell another friend that's going to tell a other friend. For the black males in their lives, this is where they want to be. This is gonna. This is a a, a a a quarantine radio with medicine. This is a versus with medicine. And that is why you black man should be in the building. So thank you for joining us for the human experience. Oh, that pre-registration link, by the way, bit.ly forward slash ascend the throne EBT. Hit that pre-registration link and we'll see you on there. My name is True Him and I thank you for joining us for the human experience. You are loved. You are appreciated. And I thank you. Good night. Goodbye. Hustle! We got another human experience down. See you at Ascend the Throne. <laughs> Appreciate you. All right.